What's up? Welcome to Anime Archives with your hosts, Ernest and John. What's up, guys? How's everyone doing tonight? <laughs> I guess this isn't a live show. Anyways, uh, today's episode, uh, we, di- we decided to do another live action movie because, yeah, I, I just started school, college, I've been busy. <laughs> I am going to get to our next big project that we'll announce after this episode. That's what I'm working on currently. But uh, because of a new release on Netflix of a popular series that we liked when we were younger. Uh, what was that series, John? Yeah, it's called Bleach. And Bleach. it was one of the, aside from Dragon Ball Z, one of the other first shonens that kind of hit us as a kid. Yeah, for sure. Uh, like, when I, when I realized that there was more anime than just Dragon Ball Z as a shonen. There was other things. So that's when like Naruto was out and then Bleach I was like, Naruto's kind of kiddish man. Bleach looks badass. You got, got a sword and everything. It just looked a lot more mature that I was aiming for. It's kind of funny because at the time I hated Naruto and I was really on Bleach but in as an adult now <laughs> yeah. I actually finished Naruto and I never finished Bleach. I never finished Bleach either. I got I had the bad habit of I don't. I won't say it's a bad habit. I like to watch things in order, like every episode in order. But because even like Naruto and all these popular shonens, they have to play the catch-up game when it comes to the they manga. Play so many fillers. So, it's the filler game. So they gotta take a break, do fillers of their own, do their own crea- creativity team. And right after Bleach's cool at first big arc, besides the, the beginning one where they're in Soul Society. When Ichigo gets depowered, I'm just like, what, what's the point of this? This is goofy. It's a ridiculous. The bounce I fell arc off is hard. I knew I, if so many people told me to skip, but I just can't. I got too close, far in it. I was like, I only got two, three more episodes of this arc left. I can do it. Five minutes in, turn it off again. I was like, I can't do this. Yeah, it's I hard. fell off. I tried. I tried twice. But so, what brought us back to uh, Bleach now? I mean, all these years later. Um, well, I saw it recently come out. Uh, Netflix got the exclusive rights to uh, film the to you know uh, release it for the general audience for us American audience without us having to pay for it and go to theaters. So I was like, hey, Bleach be cool because it was either Bleach or Netflix. or Gantz. But and we'll end up doing Gantz eventually yeah. as well. But that would be per- when I was doing research for Gantz. There's a lot of information and background stuff we need. Especially because the movie takes place like almost halfway in the actual manga, and mm-hmm. I would want to do more reading, catch up to where I was, because I used to read a lot of Gantz, and I was pretty far into the series, and I just stopped. Yep, that's what happens. But Bleach was good enough that it's in the beginning. We are pretty knowledgeable, and it's a fun series to watch. And we were wondering how cool the live action film would be, so I decided to we decided to watch the movie. Yep. See, see for itself but <clears throat> without further ado let's jump into it so the anime slash manga mainly manga Bleach uh, ran from August 20th 2001 to August 22nd 2016 uh, so that's years. about 15 years and 2 days 15 years 15 years that's my that's, that's pretty much teenage to adult yeah that's pretty it's much middle school that. and graduation and everything from high school yeah growing up with it yeah. Pretty, pretty badass. I'm a lot older now, so it's kind of crazy. Uh, but it's anime, which never really finished, uh, ne- just ended, what ran from 2004 to 2012. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it basically stopped going because it wasn't as popular anymore. Start falling out. Uh, the creator, which we're about to jump into, got had a lot of illnesses, and that's because being a mangaka artist in Japan is pretty horrible. That's a hard lifestyle. It's a hard, hard lifestyle to do, and a lot of these guys work themselves to death. Yeah, or work themselves into the hospital. Another cool uh, mangaka that I like, uh, we talked about it last episode a little bit, uh, Hunter x Hunter's author, like, he basically made an announcement that he will either finish a series or he'll die before he gets finished. Mm-hmm. So, and that's pretty much the same thing for the the writer and illustrator of Bleach, and that is Tite Kubo. So, Tite was born on June 22nd, 1977. Uh, he's known for mainly Bleach as a manga artist. Um... He just had really good drawing. That that's what really made him famous to stand out. Uh, how his character designs was and everything just made people seek him for that. And I would say that he was mainly an illustrator before mm. he became a writer. Like he mainly just drew characters. He was really good at that. But when he his series when his series got picked up that he had to actually write a story, that's when you kind of find out that he doesn't have that many. He's not as skilled in storytelling. That's because hmm. some arcs in the anime, uh, from the research, is very similar to past arcs. It's just, like, new villains, but same foil and everything, same development. Hero fall, come back. It's always the same, kind of same objective. Um, but Bleach has sold over 120 million copies as of 2018. Ooh, good for them. 120 million 120 copies? million copies. So people stuck with it. Like it the did, manga? Th- yeah, the manga. That's 20 bucks a pop. 20 bucks. Ooh. I would try to get my my manga from the library, but struggle was real. Man, I watch. I read mainly an initial D from the library. Get your library card, guys. Be cheap and get initial D. And get initial D because it's also good. Um, but he was inspired to become a manga artist due to reading the manga Saint Seiya. Oh yeah, you ever heard of that one? Yeah, older. That that armor clad guys. These group of goop. That was a pretty cool anime. I never seen it, and I only know of it because of that J Stars Online. Oh, the game. Yeah, the game for PlayStation. Yeah, I try to watch because they occasionally bring out on like a new arc or new like their own spin to it. It's one of those. It's almost like Gundam where they do their own series to it, just new characters or new designs. So I remember there was one I started watching way back about like this lost canvas kind of design about painting. It was pretty cool, interesting. Um, <clears throat> but when he got his uh, his first debut anyway was a was a one shot called Ultra Holy Hearted Machine. I know why that's a one shot. Ultra Unholy Hearted Machine, and it was written for the Weekly Shonen Jump in 1996. So it was written for that like week. Yeah, it was just just a debut, get kind of get recognition, which I think he got his recognition mainly because he was good at drawing characters. It was a lot different from other, like I said before. But his first official manga was a manga called Zombie Powder. What do you think Zombie Powder is about? I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's powder that turns you into a zombie. Um, or it's expired milk. You're not far behind. Uh, which one? It's not... It's special powder. It just doesn't turn you into a zombie. It's mainly... Uh, the premise. It uh, first, I will just say this. It it was uh twenty. It did twenty seven chapters, and it was 
canceled, but it ran from 1999 to 2000. With such a misleading title, it yeah. better be canceled. Just like Bleach. What does Bleach mean? Exactly. Uh, so it was canceled. <laughs> it was canceled. But um, when I, I read it, read about it, and so I did my own little synopsis of it to break it down, my own summary of it. So basically, uh, people call it powder hunters, powder hunters, who seek uh, they seek to possess these rings called the Ring of the Dead. So they want to collect, and there's twelve of these rings. They want to collect all twelve of these, and if they are able to collect all twelve of these rings. They are able to get, gain immortality. And what's different about this manga was that it was set in the West. So it was oh. like old cowboy Western style. So it was kind of different for a Japanese manga because usually set in Japan and stuff. This was set in a more Western thing, but with the cool character designs that Bleach has. Like, so it had a misleading title and was set in the yeah. West. Kind of I don't know. He, has, he picks weird titles for his things because it could have been called... Let me think. What would... What would you name something about this art? If if it's the premise is these guys gotta collect these twelve rings for immortality, and it's basically their journey from point A to point B to collect these and ride out. Because the story arc, twelve rings of fate. Oh, damn, that's actually pretty. That's pretty good. Twelve rings. Zombie <laughs> powder. Zombie powder. I mean, which one would you rather do? Just saying. twelve rings of fate. Yeah. So about damn, what's it makes you want to pick up the cover. Zombie powder, just like... Oh. When I think of zombie powder, I think of something teenage girls would listen. Like read. like a band name? Yeah, like a band name or just uh, more of a sentence. Just something that's like a love story. Oh, okay. I don't, Powder, I don't know. Just, Maybe about a girl who's a zombie <laughs> that wants to be turned human again? I mean, I'm sure that's out there. Yeah, something like that. Uh, <laughs> but actually, the, the thing about zombie powder is... While I didn't find success in Japan, it found some success in America. So, it, and it's because of Bleach. Uh, Bleach's popularity was so great, and, you know, he would do little hiatuses and stuff and stop for a little bit that when people realize he did a manga before that called Zombie Powder, they jump into it to read it and see his other works. That makes sense. Yeah. He also did another uh, one-shot after he finished the Bleach manga, um, and it's called Burn the Witch. Burn the Witch. Now, yeah. that was after the Bleach? It was right when he finished wrapping up Bleach, the manga and everything. And basically, it was a romantic comedy. That's pretty much... He did a little one-shot romantic comedy manga. You never know what you're going to get with his titles. You I thought that know. would be a horror movie or something. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, good to know. One thing cool about the the author of Bleach uh, is during the times that he had, he had to take breaks from the show because he was sick and stuff, he would... Uh, he would obviously get fan mail and stuff because the series really af- were, uh, affected him. Mm-hmm. And there was one interesting one that I read not not too long ago that made me think about him. That as I was doing research, like, oh, I remember reading about this. And it's basically, there was this little boy who was uh, diagnosed with cancer. And he was dying and basically he wrote, he wrote the author um, from the hospital bed that he was living in. And he had like, he only had a year and a half to live. And basically, he wrote to uh, T-Day to basically say, please finish the series. You know, you really, uh, as I lay in this bed, reading Bleach has inspired me and really makes me happy. It's like my own little kind of oh, kind of thing that makes me, gives me a purpose and stuff. Even though he knows he's dying, that this series gives me a good feeling. And when T-Day read that letter, he, it 
it made him because there was times where he just wanted to finish the series and be done. Like he was just like, I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, I don't know how I can wrap this up completely and satisfy my fans because all fan bases, hopefully in anime community and manga community, it can be toxic. There's people who want things in a certain way. That's what sucks about writing a series. They think they know how it should end. They never go, maybe the author will end it the way he ends it. And it's frustrating because I am victim of it myself. Yeah. Where sometimes a series will betray your expectations in a way. You, X character that you really liked died. Or this character went for this person instead of the person you really liked. And it can either make you drop the series or hate it in a different way instead of just enjoying it as a whole. Yeah. And anime fans or manga fans, just us in general nerds, we're so incredibly picky sometimes. And again, there's like that in every type of craft you go to. I mean, there's people that's picky about the cars and they only drive a specific brand. But I think there's always something that you can complain about. And don't get me wrong, I'm going to be complaining about a few things in terms of this Bleach movie. <laughs> but aside from that aspect, when it comes to the series as a whole, sometimes you just have to learn how to let go and trust that the artist is at least going to give you something worthwhile. Because most of the time, if they cater to you, then at that point, you know what's going to happen. And is that really fun? I mean, when you guess the spoiler, it's the equivalent of like opening up your presents before Christmas. Yeah. It's like, oh, yay, now I know, but now I don't care, and it can just go on. You're right. You're definitely right on that one. And I, I just think, because, again, I, I'm not going to be like, i never done this. I never got mad at a series, because obviously I do. There's things that, you know, that's the thing about these authors, these guys who dedicate their life to a series, that these series will aff affect their fans differently. You know, people will get more things out of something or will touch them in a different way, uh, spiritually, mentally, or just, you know, whatever. And I think it's tough when you have expectation how you feel as a person sitting by, how you can write it. Like, this is how I would end the series. But you never wrote shit in your life. So I say, <laughs> you gonna write some fan fiction. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was a director. <laughs> I just think, just enjoy the series for itself. <laughs> and if you don't agree with how it should end, then again, voice your concern, but write your own series. I think if you write, you step in the shoes and write your own series, you'll find that it's hard to satisfy anyone. I don't think there's ever a series that people will always say, every, like every one of the fan base will say, it ended perfectly. That's how I wanted it to end. I can't think of one. I can't. I know a series that piss, like would upset me because... People end up going away, and I'm like, oh, what the, why? And I'm sad now, and I watched all these episodes and fell in love with these characters, and something happened. Mm -hmm. Just done. Uh, but anyways, uh, the kid, this kid that, uh, you know, read the manga Bleach and wrote this letter to the, the writer, um, basically he gave him a, one last request, because at this time, Tite was having issues with his writing style. Because he was sick, people were like, Hey, uh, maybe you should hire someone to draw. And because his drawing is very unique in a certain way, like to bust it out real quick to get it as quickly as possible. Because as a mangaka, you have these these 
strict deadlines that you need to get it weekly or monthly. And it's very strict. You got to write all these panels by hand and write the dialogue and everything. That uh, some of the quality of his drawings degraded because he was trying to rush it out so quickly that he wasn't doing all his stenciling, all his like his his technique to make it special in the way that he liked it. So this kid's like lat his final request to the writer was, please draw bleach the way you want to write up until the end. That's all I want to read. That's what the kid's final request was. Because I wanted Ooh. to read your masterpiece. Imagine how that would feel, especially because they go through so much, like, leaps of faith. They lose fans. They gain fans. It's so up and down. One time, one month they're talking about you. Another month they're talking about someone else. To get just that one letter would probably mean the world. Yeah. And, you know, it, it is pretty special coming from just any person who really shows that dedication and shows that love to a person who is down in the dumps like the, the author wasn't doing great and this kid, even though he, you know, he should be the one who's down, is say, hey, I want you to be the best you and not let anyone take that away from you. Mm-hmm. I thought that's pretty inspirational. And I was like, hey, you know, some people, the people who are, you know, that close to death, are sometimes the most the strongest people in the world. And you're like, damn, I don't know if I can do the same thing. But let's jump into Bleach, the live action 2018 movie. What brings us here? Uh, so the movie was directed by uh, Shinsuke Sato. Uh, he is a director, screenplay writer, and video game designer. So he directed. I I found some of the films that he directed. Um, he directed uh, the film The Gantz live action. The 2011 Gantz live action film. You ever watched that one? I think I've seen it in theaters. Yeah, I saw that one. I didn't see the second one live action, but I saw that the first one. And yeah, it was basically the, the very first episode. Yeah. And I would say that was... When, well, when we were comparing, comparing the Bleach movie, I might bring it back up. Mm-hmm. Um, and he also did another manga. I'm not sure if you ever read it. He did a live action of a, a manga called I Am Hero. Never heard of that. Have you? This came out in 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I've been reading the manga because I heard it was pretty popular. Uh, it's basically a zombie apocalypse one. So it's like Walking Dead, but in Japan. And pretty cool character and stuff. Is it more like towards a older audience? Is it it's more... it's for, definitely for a mature audience. Okay. It's very gory and a little bloody and stuff, but it's it's interesting premise. It's called like, I Am Hero? I Am Hero and stuff. It's and a manga? Is it an anime? It, it, there's no anime as of now. How many uh, chapters were there for the manga? Do you remember? Like, in terms uh, of vague? Is it turns out, it's still ongoing. As more far than as 100 or less? It's a little bit more. Nice. I think it's, if it's not more than 100, it's at least it's around 80 there. or something. It's like around I know it was pretty high because I was reading on my manga app. Because I don't want to kill that in one day. Yeah. yeah. It's not something that, I don't think you can kill it in one day. It was, it was taking me a while. Unless you just, a speed reader. I remember that, I do remember you doing that, that, that speed little things that we did on the computer. And you could read hella fast and understand everything. I was terrible at that. But uh, <laughs> he did another live action. Uh, so in 2018, this year, he did Bleach live action, but he also did another anime that I recently watched because it came out on Amazon. The whole Am- Amazon, the anime strike that Amazon had. But now they got rid of it. You had to pay for it. But they had exclusive rights to the anime called Inishiki. Inishiki? Inyashi. Inyashiki? Inyashi. I Inishiki. Pretty sure it's Inishiki. Is that the Android one? Or uh, is this one? This one's an Android one. This yeah. is 
it is the premise is basically this old man yeah in yashiki in mm-hmm. yeah in yashiki i'm sorry i'm butchering japanese this my japanese is horrible but yashiki uh, was good <laughs> Uh, it, it's a really good anime. It's basically about uh, it, oh, this old man and his young kid uh, basically get like, killed because uh-huh. uh, a UFO me- a ship crashes on them, killing them completely. And the the aliens were, felt bad and was like, let's pull them back together. And made them badass androids. And the little kid's a crazy ass, a serial killer basically, pretty much. And yeah. Yeah, it's a good classic fight. You know, good versus evil. And it has a lot of scenes that will just completely shock you. Again, you have to be braced when you watch yeah. that one because you think it's going to be a typical superhero. Good guy always wins. Something's going to happen. Bad guy will be stopped. You just have to go on this with open expectations because it's kind of similar. I don't want to say to like Attack on Titan, but in terms of how Attack on Titan is shocking, yeah. there's certain segments in this series that's incredibly shocking. And it's like too shocking there's a point where i used to be like cool man that's, that's badass as hell but there's as i got older i realized there's some things that you're like i don't want to see this you know that, that's a little too much for me uh to jet again sub uh japanese uh voice actors are superb so even though it's animated you feel like these are real people and you watch it itself i'm like this is horrible but i definitely think you should check it out if you have a if you pay for amazon prime you can easily watch it on amazon you know, 13 episodes. I, I highly recommend it. If It's a good one. You know, for a mature audience, you should be at least, I want to say 18 and older. I mean, <laughs> we guy. should say that, but at that point, we, we didn't watch yeah. that. But you're your own person, We watched obviously. Berserk back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyways, he wrote the screenplay for this Bleach ad- uh, adaptation, along with another writer, uh, Daisuke Habara. And I, ha- I don't have really any information on him. Like, he did have uh, a page for himself that I could research. But let's just jump into the movie. What do you mm. think of Bleach? So, I guess, basic plot in terms of Bleach for our audience yeah. is it starts with the main character, Ichigo. And Ichigo, um, standard, typical anime protagonist, kind of a loner standout. Somehow has charisma, can fight people really well, kind of just off the bat. He's already kind of known as the, the school badass. And he, uh, he has this unfortunate ability to also see ghosts. And so it kind of starts out with him doing his normal, his own normal routine of finding these random ghosts and making them pass on. And so he's a good guy at heart. Yeah. When it comes to this, do you think it reminded you of like Yu Yu Hakusho, the, the first arc of Yu Yu Hakusho? Because hmm. you know Yusuke is a spirit detective, and uh, Ichigo is a reaper, but he's basically doing some spirit detective stuff. Like I can see it definitely has similarities. I'm gonna say it's copyrighted. I know it's definitely different. No, but no, no. Still, but it's, it's more like because a uh, Yu Yu Hakusho have cases, yeah. or it's just more like hey, it was a detective kind of doing his job. And he didn't really deal with um, making the afterlife pass from one to the other. Yeah. The Reapers, at this point, that's their job, is to make you pass, to kind of force you to heaven, force you to get to hell, force you somewhere. Force you to soul society was kind of the main thing there that uh, they did. And so when it comes to the Reapers overall, um, 
that's where Rukia kind of comes in. Yeah. And at this point, she just appears in Ichigo's room. And again, most people can't see spirits aside from Ichigo. They so they definitely can't see like a soul it, reaper. You gotta have like a certain special spiritual pressure. That's what he's saying. Like, oh, you gotta be special in some way, and Ichigo is. Um, in the beginning of the film, I remember that uh, it's something that you know it's called. Uh, what do they call that? Background for, foreshadowing. He's foreshadowing a, a thing, an event. Where Ichigo is young, he's walking home with his mom in the rain. He's like, he's like, uh, his mom's like, he gets splashed with some water by a car, and kids like, man, oh, how dare you, you know, something like that. Uh, but anyways, uh, his mom's like, hey, get instead of you being on the road, get on the sidewalk, and I'll protect you from the water splash. And Ichigo, as a young kid's like, no, mom, I'll protect you, I'll protect you. And as they're walking home, uh, Ichigo. I guess at this point, obviously, he doesn't realize he has a special ability where he can he can dis- distinguish between spirits and actual humans. Oh. So he sees this little girl uh, standing outside uh, in the rain while an umbrella. He's like, "Mom, uh, that little girl doesn't have an umbrella." And the mom's like, "Huh?" And he looks and he like runs off to go see what's wrong because she's crying too. And his mom follows him, saying, "Ain't you go?" Because he just takes off. Um, and as he approached the little girl, it just fades into black, and something traumatic happened because the next thing you know, his mom's on top of him, holding him and like caressing him as if she protected him from something, and then it goes right into Ichigo being a teenager. My mom was marked. Yeah, she was marked, obviously. And yeah, uh, Ichigo does have the spirit power, and like a delinquent in the beginning, it's weird. Uh, so this one thing I, I want to point out right right away is. Why do they always make, like, delinquents have, like, different color hair? Like, they're Japanese, but they always, like, made it a big distinguish. Like, oh, he has orange hair. Well, if we go back to our earlier episode in Cromarty High, I mean, they actually reference that in the first book for delinquents. And before you move into a new school or anything, you should always dye your hair a different color. If you stand out, you don't want to conform. You're the badass at that (laughs) point because visually you're standing out. And it's unfortunate because there is some uh, Japanese that do have different color hairs aside from black yeah. that stand out and are known as like Yankees or other <laughs> other things. Yankees, my favorite word. Yankee. They always call them you Yankee. <laughs> Even if they're not Yankees. <laughs> yeah, I mean at that little... point, if they ha- like Ichigo at the point, they would call him a Yankee because he has orange hair. Yeah, it's just different than the traditional black. But he's tough. He uh, beats up these skaters in the beginning that wrecked uh, a little small little shrine by a kid that got hit by a car. He beat beat them up. Yeah, beat them up because they accidentally knocked it over. Got them to apologize. They went off, did their thing. He was able to pass the soul, and it just again shows you the character of who this guy is. He he was gifted this. It's a curse. I mean, at that point, I couldn't imagine. Like, could you imagine sitting there? And you see spirits. It's the literal I see dead people. You can't talk to anybody yeah. about it. Nobody, like... And this movie kind of hinted at it, but some of these guys, you see them, their body parts and stuff, and see them messed up, like blood on their mouths you and stuff, where blood gapping, how they died, and you're just like, how, how could I have a normal conversation with uh, a spirit like that? Yeah, if you're just talking with your parent, your mom, and then all of a sudden you look down the hall and you just see this guy that's still, like, hung. And he's yeah. just walking towards you, just chilling. <laughs> and you have to figure out how to 
get him to pass on so you can at least eat your breakfast in peace. Not get messed with. And because of... He's such a headache. Ichigo's power. He had that that spirit pressure. He attracts more of them to him. That sucks more. It's like, oh, because I have this gift, I even attract these guys to him. Mm-hmm. That would just suck. But, um, yeah, the, the movie basically starts with Ichigo goes in his house after some of that, you know, seeing him at his school life. And for some reason, Rukia's just in his bedroom because, like, she's tracking a, a thing called Hollow. And those are basically the demons or evil spirits that Reapers have to break, take down. And the movie doesn't really jump into much, but basically hollows are like any spirits that are left behind that had like died with regret or remorse. It becomes corrupted. And they and Reapers come and either take you to Soul Society and let you go, or they distinguish hollows because you're a corrupted soul and they gotta mm-hmm. get rid of you. So basically it's like keeping things balanced. Soul Society is basically a bleach's heaven or Purgatory. I never really purgatory. I think it's more important. I mean, it purgatory. just seems like a bunch of work. It doesn't seem yeah. like heaven. Did it? Did it feel weird then in the movie uh, that for as they're in his room, he's like, "What are you doing here?" And she like, "There's this this dead guy behind him," and she like distinguishes like, "Where did this guy come from?" Well, like, that's he- what I kind of pictured was just the fact that he's just doing his own thing, and then all of a sudden, a dead person just kind of walks just in or just appears there, and he. <laughs> You just have to deal with it. <laughs> it sucks so much. He just live his life that way. But he <laughs> ends up meeting Rukia. They get into it. All of a sudden, somehow now, again, we don't want to spoil too much of the movie yeah. at this part. He ends up somehow getting powers. Yes. He ends up fighting this hollow. What did you think about, you know, pretty much the initial fight scenes when you compare it to the anime, the manga? How was this live action? The initial fight scene felt like and uh, I'm going to use video game terms as if you just got this special great power that's hidden inside of you and you destroy the boss in one hit and then that power's gone and you're like well I don't, I can't do that no more and I gotta train now that's a one time only thing that's basically what the fight the first uh, first fight and the choreography isn't too terrible that's basically what it felt to me just like and, and then he I just did really a dramatic pause. It was just like, Phew. like he did murk that first guy. Yeah. And then you never seen that badass style yeah. again. He had to train to get up there. Train, yeah. And, and my issue with them adapting uh, a manga series like this is it's tough when you, you only got an hour and a half, two hours to do a movie, and you're not gonna. They just de- never really showed. How many hollows that he fought? Like I, I get training and stuff. Like he, he they, uh, Rukia is obviously an expert because she's like, right, I'm gonna train you because now that you have these powers, who, who better yet to train you than me? I'm gonna te- put you under my wing, and she trains him, teach him how to become uh, a reaper like her. But there's never any more hollows. Well, there was. Not, not until not until the conclusion, like, yeah. Until the, nothing after the, the big peak in the movie. The rest is just him either being upset that why am I having to do this? There's no point. And at that point, if I was him, if it, in the anime, I'd be like, hey man, you actually got to take these guys down daily, so you should have the training. But if I was him in the movie, this girl just been following me around, say I just need you to train to get your spiritual energy up, so you can do something for me. 
I was like, leave me alone. I would say the same damn thing. Get out of my house. I don't know you. Yeah. Bounce. Kick rocks, please. But she said it like, yo, you need to train. But at that point, it's like, oh, this girl's setting me up. <laughs> I'm feeling like. Yeah if, yeah, if you're smart, you would know, like, she's setting up for things. And it's tough watching a live action and knowing the anime. Because the first arc of Bleach is something I hold dear. Like, uh, we're going to play some of the music from the movie, but we're also going to play music that we find that is way better. Because uh, <laughs> uh, the movie does its own little uh, live act, uh, its own thing, and the song is called Milk. It's called, uh, it's like Milk by this dude named... So they does a Milk Bleach version, and it's by a guy named Alex Andros. And... You know what? I, I can just... Yeah, let's just, just hear it on. Let's, right let's, let's play it right now. All right, guys. So this is Milk by Alexandros. The album Mosquito Bite. So that was Milk, and I'm a fan of the song. It's a good song. All you got to do is drink your milk. Drink all your milk. All your milk. I dig it. Now, is it better than the actual anime intro? Uh, Let's have our audience decide. Yeah. That was Asterix by Orange Range. And I already know which one was my favorite intro. Whew. 
because memories. And so it's better. It's, <laughs> it's kind of weird. Okay. All you got to do is drink all your milk. So I could have actually pictured that being the Cromarty, or not the Cromarty, the Crows intro. Crow. In the terms milk. of uh, the milk song. Yeah. I could see I that because it was more punk rock. Yeah. It was really into it. I, good high energy. But when I hear Asterix by Orange Range, this is going to go down in history for me as one of the best intro anime songs I've ever heard. It pumps me up every single... There was never a time I've ever skipped this yeah. intro. And it's not only such a good song for me personally, that I've also listened to a couple other Orange Range songs and sought them out as a band. The band itself is really good. That's some sad songs, of course, <laughs> but Asterix is absolutely, yeah. it's, a, it's a beautiful song. And you should totally go to YouTube, check it out. It's about four-ish minutes long, and it's worth every single bit. The music video is really good. Yeah, I, and I definitely, it's like John was saying, it's definitely something that you would always watch the intro. You see the intro, it just looks super cool. It, I remember Asterix was part of the, the music I would do when I would walk to school. Like I, we would walk this certain path, and I was furthest out, so I would walk me up with my friends, and I would do my own like anime intros myself. So I would play like Asterix some days, play some Naruto openings. I thought it was cool as hell, but man, I got to start my day walking to school, play play Asterix. It's just a cool ass song. It is. It's good. You can just jam out to it. It's awesome. it's one of those songs that make you smile. Just re-listening to it, rethinking yeah. about it. I mean, again, it's a it's a good song, and it makes sense that obviously the film can't you know get the same song again it's its own thing uh it works the in the background because it is a punk rock some of the action scene it worked pretty well but it was repeated a lot in the film uh you can hear it in other parts of the movie and other like you hear in the be, uh, beginning of certain fight scenes and then you hear towards the conclusion of certain scenes yeah they reused uh, it for they sure reused it. but that makes sense because hey you, you got budget you don't want to spend all your money on music when you got story and plot and uh sets and all these things that can really affect the movie um so let's talk about some of the characters that were featured in the movie that you know some people and then say who's our favorite character because there's mm -hmm. a character who i really like that's in the movie that i want to talk about uh so the characters are the main characters obviously ichigo uh kurosaki uh, uh the one who gives him his powers rukia kuchiki uh, and uh, one of his uh, Ichigo's classmates are Orihime uh, Inoue and uh, another person is Yuru Ishida, Ishida. another guy is uh, Yas, Yasutora Chad is his nickname Sato uh, and some of the people who eventually appear in the plot should I even say that? Or you yeah, like it doesn't really matter you know there's people if if you are a fan of the series you would know these guys uh, I will just say their first names uh, a guy named Ruji uh, and a guy named uh, Bayakuya and the rest are like his I you know Ichigo has a father and stuff but in the movie those are basically the characters that you'll see a good amount most the rest are just you know background it's pretty much the starting first arc yeah. was revolved around those characters. Those characters. And some of it was, you know, taken out because, you know, obviously they, they're trying to do... I think they were set... Uh, this movie is set up for something else in the future, but they cut out other things that find, that were kind of unnecessary that as I watched it, I was like, actually, I just remember something. Like, why don't we have this thing when this happens? Mm -hmm. uh, but who would you say is your favorite character in the Bleach series? 
Or that you identified more with? My favorite character was the shopkeeper. Oh. With the weird hat. You'll know, and I don't know his name. So. It is uh, Siachi Tanbe. Tanbe? Tanabe. Yeah. Tanabe? That just doesn't sound familiar for some real strange reason. I, I think in the anime, they barely, like, he, he never really talked that much. Yeah, well, he talked, but it was never like, hey, this is my name. He is always that, you know, like, guy. He was that mysterious Mysterious, guy. cool guy. I'm the shopkeeper coming to my place. You know, I'll give you a little... I give you a little sprinkle of clues and send you on your way. He he would do. He was the breadcrumbs guy. He would throw breadcrumbs into the plot, and then the heroes back. We gotta go! Boom boom. And he just sits there with his hat. And I think if I look at shot. it as a whole, again as a series, because we also have the background on all these characters yeah. as well. That was probably that's always been my favorite character. I just I like his persona. I like his mystery. It's really good. If I go with only in terms of the show for the main characters, yeah, it would probably it was a side character that wasn't even a part of the actual original crew that would pop into the classroom and they'd be like, "Yo, guys, Ichigo got hit by a bus," and they'd be like, "What?" and he'd be like, "He died <laughs> every <the> time." <laughs> yeah. yeah, in the movie, he did it two or three times. Ichigo would be like, "Nah, guys, I'm alive." Yeah. Every done. time he said it, Ichigo would be right behind, him, like. <laughs> I'm alive. I was like, why they would he re- do that? Like, it's hilarious. Get, it it was funny. I like, to me, get. it was the comic relief that I loved and yeah. needed. It was a little corny and cheesy, but it was just, it was perfect. It was good. It was just, you know, they showed some of that, you know, their classmates and they goof around, care about one another. Who was uh, your favorite? My guy, even from the anime and manga, was Chad. Chad? Why, why is and Chad your boy? I'll Tell say us. this. I'll, I'll be straight honest. Uh, I can identify with Chad. He is a most... He's not Asian. He's the most uh, ethnic guy that well, was like... Well, look at his name. He, technically, he's Asian. Uh, technically, he is, but he's like mixed. So, <laughs> again, there's... As I watched anime, I was just like, man, why are there... Obviously, there's not going to be representation of African-Americans in Japan. Obviously, the demographic isn't... Uh, for us, it, demographic is set in Japan, so they want Japan audience, a Japanese audience, obviously. Uh, but there, I always wanted a character that I could cosplay with, especially when uh, my like you when you got me into like, hey, let's go to Sakura Con. Mm-hmm. We should cosplay. Let's do this stuff. I was like, man, I don't want to. I can't. I want to look at least pretty much the part. I don't want to go up and say, I'm Ichigo, be a black dude with freaking orange hair. I remember I went with my wife one time. We went to. Uh, Emerald City Comic Con, we dress up, and she had her co- her costume made perfectly. She was Princess Peach. I was gonna be Bowser, but I didn't have the the skills or the people who helped me make a costume, so I ordered mine offline. And you know, I had a big, huge shell, had a little. Uh, so the shell and everything looks right, but the other thing is like a fold up, like little thing that doesn't look like Bowser because it's not Bowser's big head; it's just a little fold over top. You know, dinosaur thing. And basically, we were going to get some food at, at the convention center. I was going to Subway. And the guy was like, oh, Princess Peach. And then he looked at me and was like, uh, Turtle Monster. I was like, you. I was like, uh, are, are you a chicken monster instead? And I was a little pissed, but I was like, no, it's supposed to be Bowser. But that's how bad it was. It was terrible. I don't, I'm not sure like, why I was going that, that it tangent. It makes me want to cringe. Yeah, but I. I always want to be characters where people might, oh man, that's, 
I know who you are. Yeah. Be someone cool and, and work out. And cool thing is, uh, me and John, last uh, soccer car, we were able to do a costume of these cool guys from Samurai Champloo. So that was awesome. Yeah, we did Gene and Mugen. That was awesome. Even though I ripped my pants the second day. Ripped the, the crap out of my pants. So what about Chad really stood yeah. out? Um, Chad is... He is the quiet guy, but he's always there for you. Uh, he's not as powerful as Ichigo or one of his uh, Ishida, who's a Quincy. He has a special like spiritual power that he has these like fists, and it's not in the movie, but it's in the anime if you watch it. But basically, Chad is just the guy who who stands by your side and stuff. And that's how I usually felt like I, I always want to be there for my friends. I may not be the main character of the story, but I'm someone that you can rely on, depend on. And he'll be there when if things are going down. I want to be someone that you can feel like you can count on. Mm. And that's, I just identify with Chad. Uh, and yeah, I, when I watched this series, I was also watching another fighting kind of series called Tenjo Tenge. Mm. And again, one. I had the habit of, you know, my best friend being John. I was like, hey, John's the main character, this guy. I'm the dude Bob, the, the black guy named Bob who do uh, Capoeira. I was like, I could be that dude. I don't remember Tenjo Tenge. You remember Tenjo Tenge? No, it's been a long time. Blonde hair dude, spiky hair, and he fight. Yeah, don't yeah, even remember. remember it. But, we'll have to go back in the archives yeah. one time and see. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I just identified with Chad. Um, in the movie, they they did a pretty good job portraying the characters, the looks and stuff. The only person I had like a weird one with was, cause, uh, was Onihime. Um, because... Ichigo is redhead, and only Hime's a redhead in the anime. But oh yeah, and uh, live action, the actress just has black hair. Yeah, and I guess it's not uh, not a big, big plot. But I was like, if you made Ichigo redhead, you might as well make her. Cause yeah, they both Ichigo, had orange they both hair. Stand, they both stood out. out. She was more. She wasn't a Yankee because I think it was her natural hair color. I think she was mixed American and Japanese. Or I think like so. Ichigo um, just died because he was just tired of everyone anyway. Yeah. And the guy who played Ishida, his hair wasn't long enough for me. Ishida? Yeah, the guy who does the arrow and stuff. He's a Quincy. His hair was not long enough. Even yeah. though they did that one scene with his glasses where he uses his middle finger to like make sure, uh, angle his glasses correctly. I think the standard Japanese guy does not have that style of hair. Yeah. And so they That's... just kind of made it... They just made it... A sh- Kind of short. It was what, like a bob cut? Or something? Yeah, it was a bob cut. And I, I, I guess I agree. That that makes sense. You know, obviously the guy who played uh, Ichigo didn't have his hair, his orange hair, like kind of spiky and like a bush. It was like parted and stuff. They do the best. Um, what do you think of the costume designs and stuff? Do you feel like it was authentic to the anime? I mean, manga. When you think I, about it. When it comes to the costumes, like my the shopkeeper, for instance, yeah. that one stood out to me because I really liked that character. I thought, and he only pops in for the live action for just a little bit. But in terms of the hat, his actual coat, his personality, I thought it, w- it was spot on. In terms of the actual car- uh, costumes, it's kind of hard to say because half the costumes in this uh, show or movie is school uniforms. Yeah. And so I can't really say, hey, that school uniform looks better than this one. But, and when it comes to the she, uh, the robes, the Reaper robes, the Reaper robes, again, they're just black robes. Like, yeah. I think the only reason I said that is because uh, Ichigo, because of he has such a high power level, I guess, spiritual energy, 
he gets his huge sword. <coughs> Ooh, my bad. He gets his huge sword. And basically, he has this sheath and stuff he carries well when he's running. And there's a part where I think they just added one to make it more realism. I'm not going to bash it, but he's like running and he puts it on his other shoulder and not like have it sling up like across. Mm-hmm. He just puts it on his other shoulder and he's like, let me t- take this off. Because obviously, you can't always just take the sword out and yeah. then put it back on easily. And it's not. It's 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 pretty much. It's a big sword. It's, I can't even know how to describe it. It's it's like a broadsword. If you ever played Final Fantasy Seven, it's like Cloud Sword, just a little smaller. Yeah, just, just a, a smidge. Uh, but it's a katana, and basically the actor was carrying that around. But I thought it was pretty cool, just the look of it. Because mm-hmm. I thought it made it immediately made me think, oh man, I thought it would be the his in the anime. He gets another weapon afterwards that it's a lot different. And I thought it was going to be that weapon. But, yeah, it wasn't. But we'll leave that because, again, this is a good series. We'll give you our official kind of statement at the very end about it. But it is something that you definitely might want to check out. And we're hoping it's going to interest you. Now, not in terms of the costumes. What did you – did you enjoy the CGI, the way the hollows looked? Uh, I think the hollows looked pretty cool. Um, I would – Honestly, I don't. I don't feel like they did anything wrong with the CGI. I, I at at this time, I don't remember anything that's standing out that being like ter- too terrible. Um, there, the only time I ever had any issue with it's on the CGI was like there was that thing about seeing spirits and stuff that characters will be looking at a person. And I'm not sure if they actually see them or they don't see them. Unless the there's one time they actually reference that oh, I actually don't see me. But there's another time where I was like. Not sure if they saw them or not, um, but I think it was pretty cool for what they used and like even uh, uh, how the sets start looking towards the end was believable and stuff. It's good. It was cool. So, pretty much, I don't. I don't think because it's a movie, we shouldn't go into any spoilers. Yeah. I mean, you can't spoil yeah. such a, a short I, movie. I, I would say this. Uh, would you? This is how we should do it then. Would you say, should you watch the movie to get interested in the anime, or should you just watch the anime? I think... We so, can still grade the movie, though. We'll still grade the movie. I think you should definitely watch the... If you are a anime manga enthusiast, then you might just want to go straight into the actual anime. Yeah. Especially because the first season is so good. Yeah. If you don't really watch any anime, you don't really watch manga, you don't have too many influences when it comes to that... I would highly recommend you to then watch the watch this on Netflix. Case in point, my boss talked to me about it today. Oh, he did? And his brother brought it up to him. It oh, was like, okay. apparently his brother doesn't watch anime, nothing like that. Brought it up to Hike and said, hey, you should watch Bleach. Hike then brought it up to me, and of course, we've been watched that. Like, yeah. We already know about Bleach. But it was cool because these guys don't watch anime. They have nothing to do with it. So this live action got them interested because they really enjoyed the movie themselves. Like, and that's oh, from a casual. Yeah, oh, okay. he thoroughly enjoyed it enough to recommend it to other people. And like, and a kid, and like that spark, like, oh, I want to know more about this. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna watch the anime, and, and it's obviously in subtitle already in the movie. The live action is subtitled, it's not dubbed. It can't really like, get easier. Yeah, it can't get easier. It's like, hey, now you're just watching an animation which will look a lot better and stuff because there's certain things you can do in animation that you can't do with CGI and stuff. What was your grading on it? Um, so when it comes to live action films, we're, we're basically going to say watch it or skip it. 
Um, my grading is, uh, as a fan, as, as, a, as a fan of the series, I, I think it was watchable. It wasn't, wasn't bad, obviously. But the time limit, I always think about the time limit they have to make a movie that, you know, you can't put all my favorite parts in the film. And even though halfway in the movie, I thought they were going to go, go right into uh, my arc, my favorite arc in the anime being Soul Society. But I saw that that wasn't going to happen. They were just doing their own little twist to it. Typical. Um, but it was, it was, it, it made sense. And it's easier to have a, a, a very small cast of contained characters than what, how it would have went if they went a certain other route. Because then this movie would have a whole bunch of people because what happens when they get to this arc. Um, but I think it's definitely like a, I think you you hit the nail, uh, hit, hit the nail with the hammer, the hammer with the nail, the hammer. We hit something. We, we, hit, you, we hit the chicken with the guy. You hit it perfectly. That <laughs> if you're an anime fan and you just love animes and you're like, hey, let me look back, go back and watch Bleach. If you're a casual, you don't really get anime. You might like a- these action themes. Watch the movie, see what you feel. If you're interested in knowing more about these characters and jump into the, either the manga or the anime, definitely want to push reading mangas because it really helps. And it, and you, you never will get filler when it comes to a manga. Yeah, you, oh, never. Never will. You would never be like, oh, this is filler. You might get, you know, the you might know when the plot is being in a hiatus where there's another popular series named Berserk where it takes a while before it gets to the main plot area, but in the manga but still it's you know it's not filler it's directly from the author's mouth so filler can be directly from the writers and director uh, but yeah that's pretty much it um, so what's our audience supposed to expect for our next episode so our next episode we are returning back to anime um, the anime that we chose I'm not sure if I ever announced it before but we're, we're done with delin- we're done with delinquents right now so you know each goes delinquents on. Crawls, <coughs> delinquent series. <laughs> Got some coffee. I'm a little sick, sorry guys. Hopefully I don't sound too terrible. Uh, we did Cromarty, uh, but next uh, next series that uh, we're doing is going to be called Speed Grapher. Speed Grapher. Speed Grapher. Speed Grapher. And yeah, we're gonna break everything down to you. It's a it's a series that I never watched ever before. I have no idea or any nostalgia films like I did for Wolf Rain and Kamardi. This is completely brand new to me. Um, we may possibly have a, a guest on our episode when we do it. Uh, we'll see if our friend's available, but if not, you'll hear our lovely voices as always. What are, you, are you excited for Speed Graffer? I'm actually really excited for it. I heard it was a little strange, a little morbid. It's not going to be, uh, it's going to be a gem. And so I'm excited for us to go back into the archives. Yeah. So until then, if there's anything you want to add, have us change, take away, please uh, send us an email at thisisanimearchives.com. At gmail.com. At gmail.com. And I'm going to start looking for, I think I have plans to make something else social media-like. I won't announce it yet because I don't want you guys to hold it to me. Just like Kamardi is not up yet, and I said it with confidence, but I have it up. But I didn't, so I wanted to say, I want to be talking to John about something so people who don't want to use emails because I think emails are becoming dated. They are. You feel that yeah, we there gotta, might be another thing that you can use to reach us a lot better that I'm going to look into. But anyways, uh, thanks you guys for listening. Hope you enjoy. See you next time. See, see ya. Bye.
I'm not afraid of the dark. 